With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode of the Shikinik Podcast is brought to you by our friends at The Beanery with locations in Papillion, Gretna, and Ashland. They've got everything you need. They are our official coffee drink provider lattes smoothies and everything in between head out to the beanery take a selfie with your drink and we'll put it on social media and you might even win a gift card it's the beanery serving people coffee old dominion yes the chicken nick show here on this chicken nick podcast matt chick along with dick ball here we are i don't know what episode number this is 154 no it's got to be let me guess let me guess okay hold on okay i'm looking at it right now in april let's call it 65 cody cody rudy cody (laughs) jabal Jabal. <laughs> Jabal. What is it? What is it? The answer is 60. 60. Today okay. is the 60th. And by the way, when you go on like Apple Pod and stuff, we should be in season two right now. Should we not? I've wondered that. I see, I yeah. get jealous when I go through other people's podcast feeds. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Season three. Season four. Coming up on the season. Because we could have season finales. We could have cliffhangers too. Like, what are we doing? By the way, you are the Nick Ball Podcast. You just finished up episode... Uh, it's got to be in the 100 and... 180? 100, yeah, I was good. my guess would have been 184. Yeah, maybe it was... Maybe I've got an old show here. My bad. Oops, my Oops, bad. Oops, my bad. Gave you too much time. So, if this doesn't sound uh, the greatest, if I say... I don't even know how I sound. because You I look great. Okay. Uh, I am in Bristol, Connecticut at a hotel. Uh, We're recording this on a Sunday afternoon. I am a few hours away, a couple hours away from going into the studio to do more of the squeeze play, which used to be bases loaded covering college baseball. It's a good name. It's a good name. Bases loaded was good. I'm not, I'm, you know, RIP bases loaded, but I like squeeze play as well. And you know who else likes squeeze play? Tim Brando. Uh, Tim Brando is, was there any sense of jealousy on your part? A little bit. A little bit. when he's a buddy of yours, but he tweets about how great I am. Right. See, I'm like, wait a minute. I wanted to tweet. I wanted to jump in this little twit relationship we got going here and go, whoa, 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 whoa. What I happened was to about us? to respond to him and say, thank you, my friend. Oh. But I felt that was a little overstated. It's a little presumptuous, even though he would, he would, I'm sure he would consider you a friend because that's how Timmy is. Tim's everybody's friend. Yeah, I mean, look, you've never met him, but you tweeted at Ryan Russillo the other way. I love Ryan Russillo! 
<laughs> what? Okay, can I just let you inside my life for a second? Yes. He, Ryan Rossillo, I don't know why, he was a guy, and I'm sure we're all guilty of this in life, whether it's certain actors, celebrities. you got a man crush. I do now. I, I And I used to be anti. So reason I used to kind of be like, I don't know about this Rossillo guy. Like, all the stereotypes that I – like, he's even brought it up. Like, I was like, okay, is this guy kind of like a meathead, like – D-bag, like, you know, what, I, you know, is he a Magoosh? He worked out, he wears yeah. tight shirts. Right, right. Know. Like He wasn't a Division One athlete or a pro athlete, so what does he know? I just you am know? always surprised. Like, I have, everything I mentioned is what I have in common with. <laughs> but he was always the guy that struck me as, like, for no reason at age 43, he's, like, max benching at 24-hour fitness, and, like, it's like, what are you doing? Why, why are we doing that? There's no need to do that, you know? Come on. No max benching. But, but that's the thing. He's not married and doesn't have any kids. That's it. So, so he can you know. max bench, I suppose. If I wasn't married with kids, if I was single, no kids, I'd probably be max benching right now. But that's neither here nor there. I used to hate max bench day. I was like, come on, Doug. Nothing to do with backdoor cutting. But I ever since he joined, I don't know what it was because I like Scott Van Pelt. You know, like ever since he joined the ringer and I listened to him and Simmons, I, I just, I love the guy. I think he's great. And so I find myself, I'm officially that guy that like, Hey Ryan at Ryan Russillo. Hey man, can you believe Trey young and all the debt? Like I'm that guy now. Uh, I could, I could see that. And that's good. It's a big matzo ball out there, but it's, yeah. pu- you went public with your affection. For I don't him. That's fine. You know, I'm not expecting a rebuttal, a response. I just want to get into his, you know, get into his cranium a little bit. Be like, bye. I, w- I just want him to be like, Bahi That's sends right. good tweets. That's all I want. That's right. When it's the opposite sex, like girls and guys, they slide into each other's DMs. Right. You slide into each other's mentions. Yes. Right? right. Right. That's it. You know? Like, I just want to show up. Just want to be there. Just want to boom. Out of nowhere, I got a New York Knicks thought for you. Just, whoa, where'd that come from? Who's this Bahi guy? And then just, you know, like, see where it goes. As my FaceTime yeah. falls to the side. Yeah, we are FaceTime. Yeah, we're FaceTime. That's why. Sorry, I hijacked it. Yeah, you're in Bristol. Yada yada yada. We sound weird. You're in a hotel. We're FaceTiming. There we go. Yada yada yada. I mentioned the bisque. That's where. Eric. I met this lawyer. We went out to dinner. I had the lobster bisque. We went back to my place. Yada yada yada. I never heard from him again. But you yada yada over the best part. No, I mentioned the bisque. <laughs> That's where we are right now. So, uh, yeah, I've been up here for a couple of days. I did some uh, radio in the morning. Like, it's, I tell you, it's weird being in Connecticut. I have not been in these studios, inside these buildings, since like a year ago, February. Golly jeebers. Like, it's been a long time. And so I, you're, you're up here, and it's there's not a lot of folks up here. Right. Like, a lot of offices are empty still, and... You're just uh, kind of meandering, and you see people like, who is that person? You can't really recognize Cody. Them Wait a minute. Are you Cody? Jamal? Are you Cody? <laughs> are you Cody? But, yeah, that's different, you know, when you finally – so yeah. you're, you're out on the road. It's got to feel good, though. It feels good. It feels good that uh, we were able back. to uh, just see people. Yeah. Like, you're actually – you feel like you're working. Right. Which is good. Right. And um, it's like, hey, now I can prove to people that I'm working because, look, these people just saw me and they're also working. Right. It's weird. I mean, there's just a level of I don't know how it's been for you because you've done the 
various studio things, I'm putting studio things in air quotes, from your house, right? It's like, it just feels more legit, more professional when you're in a studio. It just, I bet you've been better to like the doing this than you have at home just because when you, something yeah. up inside your house, you just, you rarely, you don't got your A game at times when you're inside your house, you know? Yeah. It's true. I don't know how people work from home all the time. Like I know I've got some friends who are always on their phone because they're they're doing meetings and stuff all day or on Zoom. Like I, I feel like when you're wearing sweatpants or shorts, yeah, you can't. There's no profession unless you're a physical trainer or a gym enthusiast or a basketball player, obviously, that you could be that could qualify as feeling like you're working. Right. Right. That's right. Because you. I mean. Because that's the thing is you could put on, a, you know, a dress shirt and a tie. But if you're rocking Nike basketball shorts, you, your brain knows what's going on. Your brain yeah. knows what's up. So like today, this morning, I woke up and drove into the studio oh, yeah. to do ESPN radio for the first time in that studio in a long time. And um, and they're like, hey, you're going to be on this connection here for your system. And I show up. They're like, whoa, I'm like, hey, wow. we're here. And wow. so was able to do that. And then the Julio Jones news breaks. And we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And this feels like we're, this is breaking right. news. And it's not breaking news in my bedroom. Right. It's, it's breaking. Well, more on that later. No, it's, but it's breaking news inside the ESPN building. It feels like you're there. It feels like you're, you know, hey, Diana Rossini, join us here. Like it just oh, felt that's great, good. Man. And I'm retiring today. This is as good as it's going to You get. peaked. You have peaked. A year of not going into a studio, you go into one studio and you are ready to just call it quits because it doesn't. It's all downhill from here. It's, it's all over. downhill. You got any? Bet, call, you got any tournament hot takes for me? Well, um, it's you know, Sunday, but, so it's Sunday afternoon, so lots, right. lots that can still happen here. Yeah, this is before Nebraska takes on uh, New Jersey Institute of Technology. Uh, I f- no, it wasn't New Jersey Institute of Technology. It was. <laughs> West Virginia Institute of Technology. I apologize. Does it make sense? I know it doesn't, but it does. <laughs> NJIT got game, though, don't they? Uh, no. But- Garrett, you know it doesn't got game? UConn. Got that, they got their fannies waxed, huh? Well, it was only 26 to 3. Yeah, it's yeah, up. they're just a couple touchdowns away from making that thing interesting. I feel like these games are like, hey, it's either 4 to 3 or a billion to 5. Right. Like, it's just that that's kind of how you get in game 2 and day 2 with these elimination games. See here, actually seeing that score helped settle a hypothetical amongst my in my head. Let me throw it at you real quick. I'll give you the quick cliff notes version. Let's say we for this Royals White Sox, okay? We're at Kauffman Stadium. We're heading into the ninth inning. We have a, God, I think we said a six-run lead. Okay? I have to pitch for the Royals against the White Sox. (laughs) So we just got to get three outs, but I'm pitching. I like pitching? I like pitching. Do we win the game? And seeing, seeing that... UConn got 26 runs hung on him makes me think I got no like if a college pitcher if a college pitching staff is giving up 26 runs what would a the Chicago White Sox do to me so I got to think I'd lose even though I thought at some point my whole plan would be a couple of warning track pop flies that's what I would that's what I would be my whole plan behind it 
Yeah, I mean, eventually it turns into uh, the old man softball league where they're just ripping singles off you, hitting it. They can place it wherever they want. Are you accurate? Are you throwing strikes? That's that's an issue. Um, I don't think I could throw know, strikes. That'd be a problem for you, boy. But sometimes the off-speed stuff, which is no offense, is probably what you throw. <laughs> no, that's no, it, no, no, no. It's not off-speed. It's just my speed. <laughs> Well, was that a changeup? Nope, fastball. <laughs> so, I'm but speaking. that could keep people off balance, and no. so maybe, maybe I mean, I would probably feel more and more comfortable with eight or ten run leagues. Yeah, uh, with you. But if there's major league infielders and outfielders behind you, uh, you know, I mean, you feel I like someone will run into a ground out. I gotta hope that at some point, some guys are swinging for the fences and they just kind of slightly miss one, and they, you know, I, I. I luck into three outs with pop flies at the warning track, and we win the game. Could be, could be. But that's um, but that's those are my college baseball thoughts based on the UConn getting their fannies waxed. What else you got, dog? Uh, I don't have a lot. I, my mind's been spinning. I've I got know. you know. It's just you're watching a lot of baseball. It's uh, it's fun. It's work, working with Mike Rooney and being on campus. It's all great. I'm getting ready for the night. Nebraska baseball. Can you say Nebraska ball? No, you can't do that. How come? You can't, but how come? Uh, well, I mean, Nebraska ball, the basketball just sounds like Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah, ne- I didn't think the K changes everything. I suppose Nebraska ball. Nebraska ball. Nebraska ball is doing some good, doing some good things. They got some Arkansas games. Wish to get it back. For the most part, they're doing some good things. They got some Arkansas walks. I think they walked ten guys. I saw that. Um, I saw that headline, and I said, "There's a nugget that I can act like I know what I'm talking about when I run into someone to talk about the game." Yeah, uh, Nebraska, uh, they walked uh, 10 uh, Arkansas batters, and they struck out 13 times themselves. So that's uh, Is that not good. doing some good things? Uh, no. And uh, so they've got, they've got NJIT, and then if they win that game, they'll take on Arkansas. And then if they win that game, they'd have to beat Arkansas again. It's not happening. It's not happening. So, it's okay. You know. And if it does happen, this is recorded, and I was wrong, but it's not going to happen. And that's unfortunate. Um <laughs> Anything else going on in your world? I mean, this isn't going to be the longest. Of, no, because you got podcast. things to do. You got you got things to do here. Uh, no, I mean, I what, what they I had someone email me this question. Like, is there anything good that can come from this baseball run into the athletic department for the men's side of things? Like, do you subscribe to that school of thought at all? Like, because if you kind of take us, if you think about it, basketball is really. You are about to say if you take a step. If back. you take a step back and think about it. All right. If you take a step back, I bet Ryan Rosillo would love to take a step back with me. <laughs> I bet he would love it. Take a step back three. You better believe that, boy. Trey Young be taking step back threes on that ass. <laughs> but if you think about it, where I guess, do you subscribe to the school of thought at all that like winning breeds winning and losing breeds losing? Do you think there's any spillover at all? Between the baseball struggles, the basketball struggles, the football struggles, that there's just a an environment of struggling that has infiltrated various different athletic you know, programs at all. Do you subscribe uh, to that at all? I subscribe. I used to subscribe to Sports Illustrated. Yeah, you did. Uh, I subscribe to the Athletic. You do. I do. It's only like, gosh, they're charging a dollar a month. It's like, whoa. Okay. Yeah, all, right. all right. All right. All right. You're fine. All right. <laughs> um, I I do believe there's something to having your winning brand and logo on TV. Sure. I I think there's something to that. Like I think 
honestly, I think Duke basketball being what it is helped David Cutcliffe at Duke football. Like, right. Now, how much? I don't know, but it can't hurt. It can only help. Now, what does that mean for like if Nebraska baseball were to like, does this run for Nebraska baseball getting to the tournament, winning a game? Let's say they beat NJIT and they get to a regional final against Arkansas. Does that help the basketball program and the football? I don't think so. Right. I don't think so. That's quite but, a stretch, probably. But if they were to get, if they were to win and get to a super regional, then maybe it's like, oh, the Nebraska. You, you know, you just want that name out there. It's like the. It's not like the any pub is good pub. You need positive winning pub to help everything so it just catches your eye it's free advertising for the university that I, can't hurt. well yeah and i think i think there are a lot of different vantage points to view this from i think viewing it from like adrian martinez cam taylor Britt, scott frost fred hoiberg trey mcgowan's their perspective it has no bearing on them but i do, i do subscribe to this to the athletic and to <laughs> apple music and to netflix and i also subscribe to the school of thought of like Overall kind of vibes and climates amongst a fan base, like, I think the fan base has not, if, think if you're, think if you are a Nebraska fan, outside of, of volleyball, you haven't had a whole hell of a lot to feel good about for a while. And I think it's one of those things that the, it just kind of piles on and on and on and on and on. And maybe this run and for a little bit seeing the big red in out there winning and having success kind of like makes you feel good, makes you distracted from maybe some of the football struggles for a second. And just, it's a shot of good vibes for the, for the fan base that I don't know what that necessarily amounts to, but I, I, it certainly cannot hurt. Yeah. I think it's good for the, I think it's good for the fans. I think it's good for diversions. I always felt that, you know, when the Nebraska football program was kind of taking a dive, uh, the Nebraska basketball program was almost magnified a little bit more of like, okay, this no longer is just a placeholder till spring football and football. Like we need this basketball program to be good because this football program isn't very good. Exactly. Right? Like the last time Nebraska baseball was really good was during the Bill Callahan era. And so, you know, Nebraska baseball was Hey, look at us. Right. And, oh, well, there's spring ball, but eh, who cares? We got, we right. Got, we got Nebraska baseball. At least it was a nice diversion to that. But then, yeah, everything kind of hit the skids at once, and Pelini was still winning nine games a year. But outside of that, you didn't have anything else in the athletic department until Tim Miles made it to the tournament. That's but, true. But, yeah, I, I think it's you know something the fans uh, certainly need, and it's good to – I think anything that helps morale and if you're – your city and state are defined by the end logo and how good those programs are, then I think it, you know, the rising tide lifting all boats could be part of that. And and maybe it is, but I, I, I don't think that this season because of lack of attendance, because of COVID, I don't think you really felt it as much as you could have in a normal year. And that's really unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. I And so I agree. I mean, I think intangibly, it certainly helps. It's not the end all be all tangibly, the baseball having some success probably has no bearing on anything, but I've always, I've, I agree with what you said that I've always felt like what would have helped Mike Riley and Bo Pelini at times. And certainly Scott Frost was just a good basketball run just to get the fans thinking about something else other than the football program and the fans feeling good, just feeling good in general. And so, yeah, I, I uh, do you feel like, I mean, see, and I don't, I mean, I'm entering into a, a, a place where I don't really feel like I know what I'm talking about. Like, 
the whole low hanging fruit of like even if they go lose to if if they lose to NJIT or they say they beat NJIT and they lose to Arkansas, season's a success, right? Just the fact that they already won the Big Ten and they got into the tournament. Like this season's a two thumbs up, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Especially year two uh, of Will Bolts and really his first full season. Last year doesn't really count, so you could count it as year one. And I think I think Nebraska's one of those places too that when one program has success, maybe a little sooner than you anticipate. Especially in a sport like baseball, where when it moved away from the Big 12, it was kind of like, you know, up and down. Yeah, make a regional every once in a while with Erstad, but there really wasn't anything there. It was very, it felt very like empty calories. Yeah. But now where it feels like, okay, maybe, maybe there is something here. And it's year two, but really year one. And it's post pandemic or during, essentially during a pandemic. And you're able to put this together if you're Will Bolt in Nebraska baseball. I feel like the university and the fans are the kind of like, hey, if they can do it, how come they can't do it? Or this is year two. How come you in year five, year four or five can't do it? I feel like no matter what success any program has on campus, it's always spins to, well, why can't Scott Frost or why can't whoever the head coach of football? Why can't they do that? Yeah, I mean, the more you'd say that, I feel like that's the more logical thing of how this relates to football than anything else. I mean, the the just arms-folded, angry football fan probably looks at this and just goes, Will Bolt can do it. What's up with football? You're right. That's probably more the the reality of the, of the takeaway than anything else. Yeah. It's like, uh, gosh, we have all the support here for uh, football. Why can't, why can't we – win there at that why can't that sport you know we care a little bit more about that sport that's than, it uh, than this than this one time now to take a time out from our chicken nick conversation to tell you about the beanery the beanery is the official coffee drink provider of the chicken nick show let me just say this that i was thinking the other day as we saw lebron james and the lakers get eliminated uh from the nba playoffs i know that was a tough thing uh, for you to see, Nick. Yeah. Uh, but I also thought that now LeBron has opportunities to kind of get out and, and do things with his life. And I heard he's going to be traveling to Nebraska. Um, and I did hear he's going to be stopping at the Beanery. And I don't know if he drinks coffee or not, but even if he doesn't, he'd be able to say, I didn't drink the coffee, but I was there. I wasn't smoking hookah, but I was there. Yeah, I, I think that's that's obviously what LeBron is going to do. But I think it's also interesting when LeBron James walks into the beanery, he gets interviewed as he's going in there, and you're gonna say you're gonna get a latte, you're gonna get a get a, a mocha, a cappuccino, a t- some tea, smoothies. What's your plan? Are you gonna now go in to get something to eat? Go to the range? What's your plan? And I believe in some of those uh, some of those locations, you can walk in and order. And if you have to go to the bathroom, they have a restroom, so you're not peeing your pants. Peeing their pants. <laughs> okay, I think we might have uh, we might have gone a little bit too far here. Uh, but the beery uh, in Nebraska again, three locations: Papillion, Ashland, and Gretna. It's just a great uh, place to go. We always say. Just support those who support this podcast. And Paul and company at The Beanery, they are all in on the Chicken Nick show. They've been partner uh, a partner for years, and we hope that you will partner with them. And by partnering with them, you can take it to the next level because you can have The Beanery come to you. You can email info at thebeanerycoffee.com. That's info at thebeanerycoffee.com, and they're going to send a coffee truck to your business 
and you can get your coffee game right on your terms. That's exactly right. There are some great pictures on there. Check it out at thebeanerycoffee.com. They've got their menu. You can check out their online store. they got the coffee truck that you can click on, and everything from cappuccinos, hot chocolate, chai tea, beanery mocha, bulletproof coffee, and then they've got smoothies, uh, cherry smoothie, mandarin orange, peach, uh, everything, plus uh, some food and snacks as well. It's the beanery serving people coffee. So they got the they got the NCAA tournament, and I'm like I said, I'm I'm at the DoubleTree Hotel. Like, yeah. Having, Listen, man, done- just the fact that you're willing to hop on with us, we don't need to like. I almost feel like you're like. But we, we is me and the Chick and Nick fans, we don't need to keep you too long. You need to save your pipes. No. You need to save your energy for when you're getting your squeeze on. I want to, that sounds awful. That does um, sound bad. Sounds- <laughs> Get your squeeze game right, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Get my squeeze on after a burger and fries. Right. There were a couple of tweets here. Um, Let's see. Uh, Courtney tweeted into us, uh, leg day before a five-hour car ride. Might that topic be revisited? I don't know. Might that topic be revisited? I don't know. It's very true, Courtney. You don't want to do leg day. I I remember one time working out, doing some leg stuff, um, and working out really hard. Gosh, it's I remember because it was the last time it happened about six years ago. I was in Eugene. I was in Oregon, and I and I knew I was covering the opening uh, up there, the Nike uh, high school event. And I had a red eye that night. Ooh. So you work out, you go to the stadium, you do your stuff, and then I'm on a red eye that night. I couldn't really sleep, and I couldn't walk for four or five days at home. <laughs> like I couldn't climb stairs. I'm like, right. I needed to use the banister because my muscles just sat in a overnight in a red eye not good airline middle seat for six hours yeah it was awful i actually thinking about being sore in the college world series i channeled my inner ryan rosillo back in like the cws in 2007 when i would kind of like intern for espn me and pierce hibma we were really into like creatine and protein shakes and working out and in between games we went under the the bleachers and we did pull-ups we each did a hundred pull-ups and then like a hundred push-ups and we thought it was a good idea and we all were pierce and i then like we had to like run cable and do different things we could barely move our arms but it was certainly something ryan rosillo would have been proud of do you have can you pan your camera there do you have a poster of ryan rosillo in your uh me and ryan uh at the celtics game that's me and ryan with cam newton we went to the iron bowl unfortunately i can't i can't pan it around i cannot do it all right, that's I fine. just want Ryan um, to tweet him and say, hey, man, can you come on and talk about the NBA playoffs? And I'm like, can I? <laughs> of course I can. I will. By the way, I'm watching the Hawks and Sixers right now. The Hawks were up like a billion. Ooh, they, and right now it's a three-point game with get 26 seconds out of to go. Here. Seriously? Do you have a TV near you? I don't. Do I keep on being like, I got I to gotta invest in a TV in this room, and I have not. So, But you've invested enough to frame your jersey behind you. Hey! I didn't do that. That was Creighton University, and they handed it to me when I walked out of here. You know, I I see, it's, it's so lame. This this room is so lame. It's well, all like it's a shrine to me. So How here, well, the... let me flip this around here. Okay. All right. So there's Nick Bob Root, state titles. We won state, man. We did it. 
No one can tell us we didn't do it because, gosh darn it, we did it. All right? Thank, thank you, Nick uh, Rico. There's right. Rich Baugh, Fremont. Shouts out to him. Oh, wow. There's a little That's Creighton great. poster. Yeah. Nick Baugh playing for Creighton. Nick Baugh playing for Creighton. Nick Baugh Michael Jordan. Nick Baugh <laughs> oh Creighton. Gosh. And Nick Baugh Kansas. Thus concludes the tour of Nick Baugh's office. But I feel like I would if I would bring someone down here, they'd be like, geez, fool yourself much? And it's like, dang it. But I also got my dream team poster, but you know that, Doc. Shouts out to Stockton. Oh, wow, well, yeah, yeah. All them, man. I have seen, he's got a Doug McDermott bobblehead. Everything's yeah. Creighton, Creighton, Creighton. It's, um, yeah, I'm full of myself. No Kansas, uh, no Bill Self stuff, huh? Well, I got, one, of, can, not, I got one, Kansas, of, one Kansas. You're full of yourself. You're not full of Bill Self. I'm not full of Bill Self. I'm full of myself, but not Bill Self. By the way, something we did not get to. Uh, Mustache Adam tweets in, me looking at the NCAA baseball schedule today. Favorites of the day, I got Old Dominion. Old Dominion. Jamie tweets in, how bad is it that I'm watching Schick on squeeze play, hoping he drops an Old Dominion? I'm also just laughing at what they'll come up with. And we had someone else, James, retweets about the Monarchs taking down South Carolina to get to the regional final. He retweets it with, Old Dominion. Old Dominion. Uh, Mustache Adam then retweets, uh, getting Nick Baugh to the CWS. <laughs> I got Old Dominion. Old Dominion. James says, I cannot hear Old Dominion or CDOD semis on the road without hearing your voice. I, mean, I don't totally. I don't think I'm more synonymous with any one thing. Not Lincoln Southeast, not Creighton, not walk on Kansas. Not like I don't think I'm any. I think Old Dominion is what I am known for. Like if there was a Nick Ball Wikipedia page, that's what it would be like. The first thing, Old Dominion. It's Old Dominion. Old um, Dominion. Then there was that kid from Miller North who signed with Old Dominion, oh, yeah. and he invited us he to did. go to his uh, signing. Jaden Johnson. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna just support him with all my heart when he pursues his basketball career at Old Dominion. Old Dominion. So Old Dominion is in a regional final. Yeah, shouts out to them. Who they, they got? They will be playing today. Uh, they will be playing Virginia tonight, hopefully after this pod is posted. And then if they win that game, if they lose, if Old Dominion loses that game, they'll play again tomorrow. But Old Dominion looks like they're set up for a super regional here. And again, we talked about the great I, story and the head coach and his tragedy involving his wife. Like, hey, we were there. We told you. We I told don't. You. I don't. I was not planning on going to a game, a CWS game at TD Ameritrade Park. It was not in my calendar of things to do. But I almost think if Old Dominion makes it to the CWS, I don't know how I don't head to the ballpark, get an Old Dominion baseball t-shirt, and just go watch the game. I don't know how I don't do that. Old Dominion. I feel like you and I would have to do a live show outside, and all we do is play your upset of the day, Old Dominion, on a loop all the time. We have that, and the Nebraska football season begins October 4th, September 4th. Like, it's all coming together here. It works. This works here. I think that's what I think. I think we're figuring out what I need to do. Old Dominion. I, I don't have anything left. Is there anything else? No, like, is there's there nothing else. There is. There is nothing else going on. I mean, John, John Rom having to pull out of the yeah. memorial because of COVID. Unfortunately, like, I like these betting like, companies being like, "We're going to do the right thing and pay out." It's like, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> honey, honey. We're going to get that 36 grand because I put three grand on uh, John Rob. You did what? <laughs> oh, we're going to be in uh, 50 grand less debt because of this. Less. Thanks to, thanks to the integrity of these betting companies. This is great. Thanks <laughs> Thank to God Caesar's we Palace. have stand up betting companies. Thanks to you know, Johnny Tightlips, Frank Baseball Bat, and the integrity. 
of Ian Black Eye. They're paying me out. This is good. The, f- the fact that they're paying people out as a winning bet just tells you how much money they're making off of you. Yeah, like, go ahead. Just take it. But it just if this makes you feel good about us, great. Take it. You're fine. You got you it. You know why we're going to give it to you? Because we know you're going to put it all on Emiliano Grillo. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. Hey, we're just, this money's coming right back to us. So you can hang on to it for a little bit, but that thing coming right back to us. We'll see that money in a couple weeks when you put it on Jordan Spieth to win the U.S. <laughs> That's all that is. But it is. And it's such, it's such a marketing thing. Like, oh, yeah. It's, it's like, get our name out there. And it's also, well, if we say it's a loser, you'll take your money out and put it in another sports book. It's like, That's whatever. It. That's it. Or, or yeah, or they'll use it as a credit for a future bet. Like, they don't give you cash. Like, we'll give you a site credit. It's like, all right. Sorry, your flight got canceled. Would you like a voucher for a future flight? <laughs> it's like, no, I just want my cash, dog. <laughs> give me my money back. Cash Doug? Are you saying Cash Doug or Cash Doug? By the way, shouts out to Mike Rooney because uh, I did a video, and you should follow me on, on Twitter and find it. Uh, I did a behind-the-scenes video of Squeeze Play in the ESPN studios, and we showed all the screens we had, and Mike Rooney said, we've got all the screens. All the sports. I heard him say that, and I thought... And he tweeted about it, too. Okay, I didn't. Okay, I need to follow him on trip because I, when he said that, I was like, ah, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that... You know, sometimes you don't know if someone just inadvertently, like... I don't think he inadvertently did in it, all the screens. I really seems, don't. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't do that to me. Don't you tease me. Yeah. yeah. So um, we'll be on again uh, tonight if you're listening. We'll be on again uh, tomorrow if there's enough games. And it looks like Atlanta's going to – oh, my goodness. Ben Simmons just stole the ball. And so now it's a two-point game with 10 seconds to go. Now we have to – now I got to just watch the end of this game. Did they – because – it looked like Philly had Danny Green on Trey Young initially, which and they didn't have Ben Simmons on him. It's like, what are you guys thinking? So I think they maybe put Ben Simmons on that ass, and things have changed. I don't know if anyone's putting on anyone's behind. I don't know if that's... Let's go to uh, it's Mike Brain on hand. Let's go down to Nick Ba with more on adjustments for the Philadelphia 76ers. Thanks, Mike. I talked to Coach Doc Rivers at halftime. He told me, and I quote, we're going to put Ben Simmons on that ass, that ass being Trey Young's ass in the second half. Also look for more opportunities for Seth Curry off the ball. Mike, back to you. <laughs> tell me, you tell me that's not a good halftime report. That's, uh, that would be great. I would love to see you on that halftime report of your first and last uh, halftime what we report. Got going? So what we got going here? All right, it's nine seconds left. Bogdanovich is... Um, he got game, he got the, by the way. Yeah, he's, he's got game and a Hawks jersey on. And <laughs> three-point lead, nine seconds to go. Hits the free throw, so now they're up four with oh. nine seconds to go. Uh, Phil is out of timeout, so it all comes down to seeing if they can hit this shot to extend it. This is terrible radio. Three-point <sighs> attempt is no good. Rebound, Hawks, and that'll do it. Okay, so the Hawks all right. Hawks can hold on for the all four right. point. Okay. So you don't need a TV. You got yeah, me. Yeah, I got you. Thanks, you. Thanks. I appreciate that. Thanks, guys. Schick, appreciate it. Schick, there's a big uh, there's a big game going on. It's a big finish. Uh, I'm doing a pod. Can you uh, join me on the pod and tell me how it's going? <laughs> uh, oh, and I'm getting a right. text message from Ryan Rossillo. Ba, can you come on with me to recap Hawk Sixers? <laughs> oh, yeah! Yes! Do you need me to come on uh, to help you? I do because I didn't watch. That'd be the the one break I get. I didn't watch the game. Crikey. You watched the game. What do you think? Actually, Coach, I did. Actually, Ryan Versillo, I didn't watch the game. So what else do you want to talk about? You too.
talk about your tight shirts. He does. He got some tight shirts, boy. I wish I could do that. I know. I wish I could do that. I, I was know. listening to this. Uh, uh, someone sent me this podcast, a link to it, of this guy who talks about a 75-day workout plan. Maybe you've heard of it, 75 Hard. It's like this. Whoa, that's a lot of days. Was, yeah, and I, I kind of wish it was instead of 75 Hard, I wish it was like 15 Easy. <laughs> well, I, I mean, eight-minute abs on Lime 2. Like, come on, dog. you got to give people the false hope that in a short amount of time they can look great. But a, but a couple of things he said was drink a gallon of water a day. And I'm like. <laughs> Okay. I am not going to be that guy. Okay? He carries a jug around? You're not jug yeah. carry guy? Hey, Bob. Yeah, hey. What's up? What's up? I'm just getting my mail. Just jug, <laughs> just jug of water. Like, okay. I'm not. See, that water would get warm, like room temperature. You know? Like, I, are you a, are you a cold water guy? Bo Rude, Bo Rude swears when he went to New England, when he went to the Patriots and he was at the training camps, that... When he would get waters for the guys, he would get cold waters, and they like, like, no, nah, man, you got to drink water. You got to, like, Vrabel and those guys drank room temperature water because you can drink it faster. And Bowden swears upon that, and so, but I'm a cold water guy. They say, if, you know, it should be room temperature water if you're putting, like, some vitamins or lemon or, or things in it to help you because really? cold water kind of tightens negates, the system. Yeah, it kind of negates Tyler that, negates. Like, it Tyler negates the. Vitamins and minerals. <laughs> Only on this podcast will Tyler Legate, former fullback at Nebraska, get referenced oh, here. Golly jeebers. Um, so anyway, I listened to that. I was like, look, uh, there's five things on the checklist. Four of them I don't want to do. So Wow, 75, 75 days. Come on, Doug. 70, 75 days? Why not just go 365? Well, yeah, I mean, well, 75 days. It's like in 75 days. I can get you a better body. It's like, well, I'd hope so. I mean, 75 days, right? Like, that's not that impressive. Look what I did. Oh, wow. You look awesome. Gosh, everything looks firm, looks great. You got a six-pack. Gosh, how long did that take? Nah, half a year. <laughs> Four months of my life. Other than that, pretty good. Well, that's right. Like, even now, like back in the day, I mean, you were a P90X dropout. But P90X, like at the time, it's like, wow. It's like, well, yeah, if you work out for 90 minutes every day, like you're going to get results. Not that complicated. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, the P90X, the 90, I thought was for 90 days. But I thought, the, I thought they were like 60 to 90 minute workouts. No, not all of them. Really? No, like they, they were like less than an hour. Each one was less than an hour. Still, even though, I mean, you work out for, you, I mean, 90 days, you're working out for an hour every day. I mean... And that's what this other this other workout thing said. Uh, the seventy five hard thing that I was listening to it said you need to do for seventy five days two forty five minute workouts a day. One in at least one of them has to be outside. Oh, go, what? What planet are we living on? I've got there's I got four kids inside. I've got a job, and there's a bag of Doritos waiting for me. Come on. I mean, give me a break. Let me tell you something. When I die, when I'm on my deathbed, the last <laughs> thing I'm going to be wishing is that I wished I spent more time working out and getting outside and maybe doing some sprints. Right. Some hit, some runs up the hit, run the hills. I mean, come on. It's one thing, it's hard enough to find time to do one workout. This idea that you're telling me I got to find two separate times to do two workouts a day? No. Next question. Not answer any more workout questions. <laughs> 
by the way, you still sound as worse as bad as you did oh, last. Week. I got I, your boy. Your boy is still got a. I, it so it was a cold that now has morphed into a full fledged sinus infection. It's horrible. I mean, I have been. I'm on day ten of feeling like crapola. You know. So gotta, yeah, gotta wear your mask more. I guess so. I guess so. When I went to the doctor, they were like, they were totally convinced. They're like, "Uh uh-oh, we got uh, COVID. I was like, no, I'm vaccinated. I just, my kids put their hands in every possible thing. So there you go. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, I'm, I am, uh, I'm still a mess. I'm a total mess at this point in my career. But that won't, that won't hold me back from tweeting at Ryan Rossillo or going on with Ryan Rossillo. So there you go. Well, well and uh, I, I hope that relationship goes well. I'll continue to monitor that on uh, social media. Yeah. And uh, that's it. So, uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed uh, this podcast. I hope you enjoyed uh, the uh, social media. I hope you enjoyed us giving you a play-by-play of the Hawks game. Really, what people come to is, can they tell me what's going on in a Hawks game that already ended? That's and, it. That's it. And we did that's it. That's what that. That's uh. That's that's what this pod's all about. Hawks. We served. We served. We served a lot of uh, audiences, but as always, uh, we wait for uh, Tyler McKinney to send us out. I'm not happy about that. Chicken Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick. Yeah. Chicken Nick show. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Yes. Yes! Yeah! Yeah! Yes! I love Ryan Rossello! Calm down.